Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to the Patty Pop Culture Podcast, where we talk about everything that's going on in pop culture and try to learn something along the way. It is November 16th, 2021, and it's a Tuesday. It's been a hell of a week already, and it's only Tuesday morning. Last night, my body decided to do that thing to me where it just, like, doesn't sleep, even though I'm really tired. So I'm actually running on no sleep right now. And I have a full day of classes ahead of me here at the University of Illinois. So good luck to me. Today will probably not be the best one, but hopefully I will be able to nap at some point throughout the day and just get through the day. But there's a lot of fun pop culture to start the day with. That honestly gave me something to look forward to while I was struggling to sleep. And I'm excited to talk about it today. So what we are going to talk about today is... Um, Adele's One Night Only CBS special and specifically when she talked about how negative people were in reacting to her weight loss not something you think people would be negative about but there's a lot of crazy stuff going on with that um, we're going to give you an update on what all the Kardashians are doing in, including being on the cover of Vogue dealing with lawsuits calling one of their exes gay the Kardashians are doing a lot right now and lastly, um, we're going to do a little update on the Astroworld Festival tragedy. Unfortunately, a 10th victim was claimed, and it's a really, really sad story of the youngest victim yet, a 9-year-old boy named Ezra. So we're just going to um, talk about him and the whole situation just to keep you guys updated. So before we get into it, if you could just rate this podcast on Apple Podcasts, leave five stars, and follow it on Spotify. It would mean the world to me. And let's get into it. Welcome to the podcast. Okay, so the first thing I want to talk about today is unfortunately the 10th victim that the Asherworld Festival tragedy has taken, and his name was Ezra Blount, and he was unfortunately only nine years old. Um, obviously, the festival was almost two weeks ago at this point, and he was in critical condition in the hospital for the past two weeks, and then Sunday night, he unfortunately passed. I want to tell you this story about him and his father going to the concert, though, because I think it's really touching and it just um it reminds you how big of a tragedy this Astroworld festival really was and reminds us not to downplay it at all this was a tragedy in every sense of the word so um Ezra Blount and his father Tristan Blount went to the concert on November 5th and they were having a really great time a father-son bonding experience the two were very excited to go. They also live in Texas, so it was really close. It's Ezra's favorite musician. Um, there's a TikTok of them dancing together at the festival. That's really, really cute. They're just having like the best time. It's so sad watching the TikTok now, but the TikTok is just so cute. You can tell they have a really, really good dynamic. They're dancing around like kind of like outside the festival area where there's just like little stands and like little speakers playing. And they're just vibing together. They're just having the best time. I'll put it on my story. And then when it came time for the concert to start, they obviously went into the crowd like everyone else. And 
um, Ezra was on his dad Trent's shoulders during the concert. Because Ezra was, was nine, he's very tiny, probably weighs like 60 pounds. Everything was going great. They were enjoying the openers and the show and Travis's set until about 9.30 when the crowd started to stampede the stage. Tristan, the father, unfortunately, uh, lost consciousness and passed out and fell onto the floor. That was when the whole huge stampede was going on when the mass casualty event was called because people were dying of cardiac arrest and being asphyxiated and trampled. Yeah, the dad passed out, fell on the floor. Obviously, the son is on his shoulders. He's not going to stay up on his shoulders. Ezra was presumed on the ground as well. When he woke up, when the dad woke up, Ezra was gone. Imagine how goddamn scary that would be. Imagine the instant and most intense fear rush that comes over you when you wake up without your son. Um, So he woke up, Ezra was gone. Tristan, fortunately, only had minor injuries, kind of um, miraculous how he only sustained minor injuries after passing out like that, just because everyone else who was on the floor, even if they obviously weren't hospitalized, they have really bad injuries. There's like 300 counts of people being injured. Something tells me Tristan wasn't really worried about himself anyway. The panic set in and he went into a huge frantic rush, obviously as a dad to go and find his son. So after looking around and trying to connect with anyone who has seen his son going to the connection center that they had, he was then notified that Ezra was taken to the hospital and he met him there. So these were Ezra's injuries as of right after the show and what happened to him. As described on the GoFundMe page that Tristan and the family originally set up for Ezra's medical bills and now it is going to be used for Ezra's funeral cost. It says that Ezra endured severe damage to his brain, kidney, and liver after being, quote, kicked, stepped on, and trampled, and nearly crushed to death. Ezra was in a coma for almost two weeks, and then Sunday night he came to his injuries and died at the Texas Children's Hospital. His family has since filed a lawsuit against Travis Scott and the event organizers from Live Nation, seeking $1 million in damages, but honestly seek more if my son died, but I really, really hope they win. I'm sure they will. There's so much evidence against, there's like mounting evidence again against Travis Scott and Live Nation. I think the number of lawsuits Travis has now is like 140 lawsuits against him from over 140 people who were injured at the show or died. Um, Kylie Jenner is literally going to not be a billionaire anymore after paying all of those legal fees as they both should because Travis literally caused a mass casualty event. And yeah, we, we can't forget that this whole situation isn't just like about the celebrity of Travis Scott or Drake or Kylie Jenner. This is a huge, huge, huge like American tragedy. This is like the biggest American concert tragedy in decades. And hearing this story just really brings it home in like the worst, most painful way. Just like twist the knife on the whole situation, hearing that a nine-year-old boy died while just trying to have a good time with his dad. And the dad was being like a good dad. People had the nerve to try to blame the dad, like victim blame the dad for bringing his son to a Travis Scott festival. People were saying, oh, he should have known that what Travis Scott does to his crowds to get them riled up. They should have known that people were going to be moshing, that he wasn't safe there, that he wasn't big enough or uh, way enough to be able to handle himself in a crowd like that. Like the dad was putting him in danger. But that is just not true at all. I don't think a concert should be a place where you have to like be physically fit and be prepared to defend yourself against death and against 
injury and against the fear of getting knocked over or trampled. I don't think that should be a normalized thing. And I, don't, I think anyone blaming the dad is insane. He was being a fun and cool dad. He bought his son tickets to see his favorite artist. And he was watching him and protecting him the whole time. He was literally with him the whole time. From before and after. He had him on his shoulders. Like people were acting like it was his fault. And that he was careless. Not at all. It's not his fault that he passed out due to being asphyxiated because he couldn't breathe. And people are really out here trying to, like, put that onto him while he's going through this, while his son just died. I don't understand people. It's, I don't know if they're Travis Scott fans. I don't know if they're just angry or something. But the last thing I would say to someone who didn't do anything wrong and that just happened to them would be to try to blame them. So this is horrible. I'm sending prayers to the whole uh, Blount's family. And, yeah, my deepest condolences. Rest in peace, Ezra Blount. All right, so on a lighter note, Adele's CBS special One Night Only aired on Sunday, along with a sit-down interview with Oprah, and she talked about a lot. And a lot of people heard it because that program had more viewership than the Oscars and the Grammys and the VMAs this year. So a huge amount of people tuned in. Big, big, big deal. She talked about a lot from divorce to being a mom to the album to weight loss. A lot of people are talking about what she had to say specifically about her weight loss, though. As we all know, Adele, over the last few years, has lost over 100 pounds. And that's incredible. Good for her. That's no easy thing to do. That takes a long uh, path of dedication and commitment and consistency. So good for Adele. That's awesome. Her reasons for the weight loss, though, weren't really superficial or to look better. There were actually she revealed, to help her get through her divorce and the trembling anxiety that her divorce gave her. She said, I had the most terrifying, nasty anxiety attacks after I left my marriage. They paralyzed me completely. I started to notice how I trusted my trainer and his presence when I was feeling so lost, but also that I didn't have any anxiety when I was with him. So I would hit him up every day. I like how she's connecting everything that's gone on since the last album. Like, since the last album, 25, she's lost this 100 pounds, and unfortunately, she divorced. So, she's kind of connecting her emotions and just around her whole life and her whole complex life and everything she went through. She said, My weight loss is connected to my divorce and my anxiety. Um, But if you did not know, fun fact exercise is proven to lower anxiety. About five minutes of aerobic exercise can begin to stimulate anti anxiety effects. And consistent over exercise over time is proven to increase your cognitive function, decrease depression, and raise your self-esteem. So all very good reasons to start exercising and for Adele to want to lose weight. But some women didn't like that she lost weight, even though Adele was just doing it for personal and emotional reasons. Adele got a lot of hate for it. And this is why some women were upset by it. They felt like Adele was abandoning the plus-size community 
And the action of losing weight, they thought when this first happened a few years ago that it showed her hate for the plus-sized community and disdain for them. And she no longer wanted to be associated. That's what they were feeling. That's what a lot of people were tweeting. A lot of articles were writing about. The people who used to look to Adele for representation felt abandoned and they were hurt. And I totally get it. I totally understand their perspective and why this may make them feel some kind of emotions because when you are plus size you are treated different and worse to be honest and anyone who's plus size knows exactly what i'm talking about i used to be plus sized at multiple points in my life being overweight i've had like a journey with my body and everything like that and it is amazing to have support and someone famous like adele to normalize being bigger and making it look like something that can be a part of your life and you can still be like super successful. It was a lot about the body positivity that she was showing and acceptance. So the plus size community kind of felt like they lost her. And here's how Adele said she handled that negative feedback from her weight loss. Adele first started off by saying she understands why it's a shock. I understand why some women, especially, were hurt. Visually, she said she represented a lot of women. But she is also still telling them that she is the same person. So she kind of was understanding of the haters at first, people who weren't too thrilled with it. But at the same time, Adele was not having it. She said, I'm not shocked or even phased by the fact that people are mad at me for losing weight and they were mad at me for being overweight because my body has been objectified my whole entire career. But at the end of the day, she said, I was body positive then and I was body positive now. And that's so true. If you look back, like Adele never really, she never made her whole brand being plus size. She was just confident and a hugely successful star. Like her weight was never really a thing for her. In the press it was, but Adele really just owned it and rocked it. And she's doing the same thing now. And now Adele is saying in response to people who feel kind of abandoned by her and have really anything negative to say about her weight loss, she tells them, it's not my job to validate how people feel about their bodies. And I feel bad that it's made anyone feel horrible about themselves, but that's not my job. I'm trying to sort out my own life. I can't have another worry. For once, I feel like someone just completely shoved off people who have anything to say about her body. I love that. She doesn't even feel the need to, like, apologize or give them a big explanation like she just shoved them off she said this is my body i'm i'm body positive go worry about yourself and i fucking love that and body shaming comes in way more sizes than just plus size people shame you for losing too much weight people shame you for being overweight like adele goes through like casey musgrave says um in her song follow your arrow she sings if you can't lose the weight then you're just fat but if you lose too much then you're on crack so you might as well just do whatever you want because you can't please people. Um, people will body shame you for being too muscular, for saying you're superficial or vain. I could really go on about body issues for so long just because of my experience with them. Um, I, I posted some workout TikToks before and they did pretty good. People have started to like DM me about them and stuff. But one time a friend basically said to me that when I used to be bigger and then I lost weight, she basically said to me that me losing weight and getting muscular made her feel bad about herself almost. And after hearing Adele um, say all this, I realized that's like really not my job. At the time, I like talked to her about it, but now I just realized that's really not my job. Adele said one of her favorite things is lifting weights to help reduce her anxiety and just feel better. And it is mine too. So whatever I want to do with my body, I'm going to do. And 
right now my goal is to just get more muscular. And if that makes people think that I'm superficial or vain or just someone who's trying to set a toxic body standard or a body shame or simply by being muscular, I'm still going to do it because that's what I want to do. And like Adele said, it's not my job to make other people feel comfortable. And I'm glad I know that now. And it definitely makes me feel a little less anxiety myself about my body image and always like wanting to please people. I'm really just going to do whatever I want. And I do it for so many more reasons than just wanting to look good. There's a lot of reasons. Um, so if I want to look like John Cena or Zac Efron in Baywatch one day, then I'm going to do it. And thank you to Adele for giving me that strength. Let's move on though to something else about Adele. Um, because I think she did great with that. Something else great in Adele's life right now is that she has a new boyfriend. Adele is dating a sports agent named Rich Paul, who she started dating in early 2021. I don't know if you guys knew about this. I like really didn't. I feel like Adele was kind of off the scene for a second, but now she's back. I didn't really know about this, but she said the relationship is going amazing. She told us why she loves him. And it's because quotes, he's just hilarious. Oh, he's so funny. He's hilarious. Yeah. And very smart. You know, he's very, very, very smart. It's quite incredible watching him do what he does and just the easiness of it. I'm very happy for Adele for finding him. Um, Not all of us can be so lucky, but I really like her description of why she likes him, like being smart. I think those are like the top two qualities to have. You need someone to have good conversations with and laugh with. So good for her. I'm very happy for her. And she said that, This romance with Rich Paul is the first time she's ever loved someone else while also loving herself, which I think is going to make it the most successful relationship she's ever had. Because because if you can't love yourself, how in the hell are you going to love somebody else and have a truly successful relationship? So I see them going the distance. And if they don't, maybe Adele can write 33 or 34 or some other age that she's at at that point about him. So good luck to them. And yeah. Adele's album comes out this Friday, everyone. So get ready to stream it. It is Sad Girl Fall up in here. Get ready to cry. Okay, so lastly, because this is running kind of long, I'm going to do a quick Kardashian update. Um, You know the Kardashians. They're always up to something. We're always trying to keep up. And so while we wait for the Hulu show to air, here's what they were doing this week. So Kim gave a speech at her friend Simon's wedding. Kim's been going to a lot of weddings lately, including Paris Hilton's. But at her friend Simon's wedding, she was like one of the, the maid of honors or something. It was a gay wedding. But she called out one of her exes, um what was his name chris humphreys for being gay and the clip is hilarious she's almost a little bit too good at comedy now here it is it's honestly so nice to be here for a gay wedding i mean i haven't been to one since my second wedding (laughs) kim got 
too confident being a stand-up comedian after SNL. She got some good humor and jokes from them. Truly life-changing. She's in a new era. People say she has no talent. She's coming for everyone. Ruthless with these reads. Um, up next, Courtney and Travis were, of course, pushing the boundaries of PDA like they always do. And this time, also at Simon's wedding, it was a very interesting night, they were like riding each other in front of the whole party. Let me just describe the video to you. Imagine this. Travis Barker on his birthday at this wedding was sitting on a couch, big reception room, big white expensive couch, everyone dressed to the nines, huge party, champagne flowing, everyone's rich as fuck. Travis is just sitting on this white couch while Kourtney Kardashian in a full length dress is straddling him. The dress probably ripped and she's bouncing up and down on him, like straddling, riding him in front of everyone, in front of a huge party. And then imagine this, Addison Ray is dancing on the couch, cheering them on as they simulate sex. She's cheering on her twice her age BFF, Courtney. And then next to them is Addison Ray's mom cheering them on too and Kendall Jenner recording it. And of course, after the night, Courtney and Travis were like, where next? On their Instagram captions saying that they're going to get married next. It goes right over their heads, the amount of PDA that they show. They give. They're truly living on their own planet. Like, rules just don't apply to them anymore. Bitch, they're Kravis. They're uh, they're above public shame. Um, we can only imagine what they're going to do next after doing that. I thought their PDA was bad before. Anyway, let's move on to Kendall. Kendall Jenner this week was on the Vogue cover for Germany. And she was getting a lot of hate this week for also going to a wedding, a lot of weddings going on. She went to a wedding from one of her friend Lauren's, Lauren's wedding um, in Miami, but she was getting hate because Kendall wore a very, very hot and like scandalous, amazing looking dress to this wedding. And everyone knows you're not supposed to up show the bride at her own wedding. She should be the prettiest one there that day. The one catching all the male's eyes and Kendall Jenner just gave no fuck. She was wearing the like one of the hottest dresses I've honestly ever seen her wear. It was a full-length black dress, but on the torso, there was five giant slits showing first her collarbone, then her upper boob, then her lower boob, then her like ab in midsection, then her like her belly button midsection. So like her whole super tight, amazing model body out there at a wedding. And people thought Kendall was way overdressed and it was disrespectful to the bride. I guess Kendall's excuse was that it was Miami and it was hot. But I, sorry if I'm coming from an insecure place, but that would be unacceptable at my wedding and I would be mad too. I would cut that little back black string over her boobs and just expose them to the world just for her showing me up like that. It would be a Janet Jackson moment and her career would be over. Uh, anyway, <laughs> Kylie is I don't know what Kylie's doing she's been MIA she's probably working on a new Kylie Cosmetics launch to pay for Travis's legal bills um, and just not posting right now and Chloe I don't, I, again I don't know what Chloe's doing right now she's been kind of more dim on social media she's probably playing Candy Crush and editing her Instagram photos like she always does so yeah that was your little Kardashian update and I think a good way to bring this podcast to an end after some more serious topics so I would like to thank you for tuning in today. And if you would ever so kindly rate this podcast on Apple Podcasts, give it a five star, leave a little review, follow it on Spotify. I'd be very appreciative. 
And make sure to come back tomorrow because I'm sure some celebrity is going to do something really batshit crazy tonight and you're going to need all the details. And you can come here. So enjoy your Tuesday. I hope you have a great day. And feel free to DM me. Have a great day. I love you. Bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.